Welcome, you're listening to the Agile Unemployment Podcast, where in each episode, we take an in-depth look at being out of work. We'll talk about the programs and benefits available to you. We'll talk about the job hunting process itself. And most importantly, we're going to address the psychological and emotional impact that being out of work has on the individual. I'm your host, Sabina Sulat. I'm an HR expert and author. A few years ago, I lost my dream job and found myself unemployed for the first time in my life. I was frustrated by the lack of resources and information available to people out of work. But more than that, I was just stunned by the fact that we don't talk about unemployment. I took my experience and I turned it into a book and I now coach people to build resilience while they're out of work. If you are out of work, if you recently lost your job or maybe you've been unemployed for a while or maybe you're just afraid that you might lose your current job, this is the place to be. We're a safe place where we can talk about all aspects of being out of work. We can answer your questions and we can help you build resilience so that when you go back to work, you are stronger and more confident than ever. So let's get started. Hey everybody, it's Sabina. We are getting near the end of the year. We are marching right into the holidays. I wasn't sure I was going to do a podcast this week, and then something happened today that made me think, yeah, I really need to do a podcast today. And I'm going to share that story with you at the end of today's podcast. But first, as usual, some shout outs. First of all, I have a client, Chris, who when he came to me was worried about his job. And he said to me, I want to make sure this isn't my only option. We decided to work together so that he was prepared if the worst happened and he found himself without a job. When we met last week, he said that he's feeling different about the job. He's feeling more and more secure. He's feeling more like the executive that he is. People have noticed. His manager has noticed. People are saying he's standing a little taller. I think it's all because of him. I'm very flattered that he gives me a little bit of credit. But he also said, you know what? Now I think I need something different for me. So let's start working on that. And sometimes this out-of-work thing might not be that you've lost your job, but that you're either afraid of losing it, or there's something better that's going to leave you more fulfilled. And the more prepared you are for that, the more confident you are, people see it, things start to happen. So a shout out to him. There's another long-term client, Janice. We started working in the spring. Unfortunately, she did lose her job. And one of the things that we noticed is that probably something I say to every person I talk to, your resume does not reflect you. It doesn't reflect your abilities or your goals. We did some tweaking. It's been a longer march for her as well. And she just let me know that she's accepted a role in the government again, but at a much higher level than she was at. Congratulations to both of them. I'm talking about success stories at the end of December, the time when most people don't even apply for jobs because they think everybody's on vacation, everybody's away, what's the use, I'll take some time off, I get all of that. But I want to remind you that 
now is a good time to look for work. I just did a post on LinkedIn about it. Not going to get into a lot of depth right now because that's not the topic I want to cover. There's no bad time to look for a job. People get hired every day. It's a never-ending cycle. If you want to keep applying for work, by all means do so. But if you want to take time off to rest, to recharge, to be with your family, go ahead and do that too. This is probably the one time a year where it's not really going to negatively impact you. So do what feels right. There, there is no wrong here. I want to get to the topic at hand because, well, again, the end of the year, Hanukkah started, Christmas is in less than a week, New Year's is coming up. There's all kinds of things going on and being out of work during this time of the year, never a good time to be out of work, but to do so during holidays, end of year, it's just one added thing. There's no other way to describe it. Everything that you feel in your out of work journey is magnified. What I want to cover today is how to handle being out of work during this time of year. It's that simple. And I've been there. I was out of work during the holidays. I also had to once spend the holidays knowing that my job was ending at the end of the year. Neither one of those is a pleasant time. It's not a great experience. But there are some ways that you can handle it. There are some tips I can give you, some things that people have told me and shared. I will say this. Family gatherings are really hard to maneuver. They're hard to maneuver when you are successful and have a job, let alone when you don't. I live in the D.C. area, and one of the universities has the School of Foreign Service, where you go to learn to be a diplomat. I think if you want to learn to be a diplomat, you should really go to family function after family function and successfully navigate it. That's diplomatic skill and acumen in my mind, because those are the people who they know where all your buttons are because they installed them. And when you feel vulnerable, oh, you so feel like someone's going to push your buttons intentionally or not. So let's cover a few topics here with that you might run into during your family gatherings or during the holidays. Because you also get together with friends, partners, families. It's just nonstop. So one of the first things that people ask is, what do I say? How do I introduce myself? What do I say when people ask me about my job? What, what should I do? I would hope that at the end of 2022, we're getting better at this. We're getting more open and it's okay to talk about these things. We're starting to talk about controversial topics as normal conversation as we should. But a couple weeks ago, I met with a new client and he said something rather profound to me where he said that he found his unemployment very difficult to talk about. He's at the six month mark 
And he said initially when he lost his job, it seemed okay because, well, people were still in the pandemic and there was this odd expectation slash camaraderie about being out of work. But now there's suddenly an awkwardness about it. And we are more or less, even with a few surges and health concerns across the globe, we've come out of the pandemic. People aren't masking, things like that. It's no longer an equalizer. Is unemployment still this difficult topic to talk about? My response to this is, first of all, it's your business. Even if it's your family, you don't have to talk about it. They might either well-intentionally or not want to talk to you about it. Be honest. They really don't want to discuss it. It's a family gathering. Let's all just enjoy each other's company. Or you can say, let's meet for coffee in the new year. I'll tell you more about it. Just right now, I want to forget I'm unemployed. I want to enjoy myself. Those are all okay. But also, if you do want to talk about it, go ahead and talk about it. Again, it is up to you. You have a choice in this. Go into these events the way you and handle things the way you want. Don't feel you have to be defensive or explain away anything. You don't have a job. Guess what? Over 6 million people are unemployed. It's normal. You will get a job. It's that simple. If people want to give you advice and you want to listen, great. If you don't, again, make your excuses. Carry on. It, it really is that simple. And I know you're going to tell me you don't know my family or my friends. No, but I know mine and I've been there. So I know what I speak. Trust me on this. So what do you do if it gets awkward? I have one of those relentless families. We have some less than good natured ribbing. Let's just leave it at that. And I always say, go into these things with deflector topics, things you're going to bring up. If someone brings up a topic you don't want to talk about, this prevents you from being defensive. You've shut down the conversation that you don't want. You do it politely and nicely because you are the better person. A few things, ask questions. People love to talk about themselves. They love it even more when someone listens. You might not enjoy what they're saying, but at least they're not talking about your unemployment. So have some questions. You know, tell me about your work. What did you, what's your next vacation? What are you planning to do after today? Things like that. Ask them anything that will deflect the topic from you being out of work. Maybe you just need that day off. It's fine. Go for it. Other things. How about favorite Christmas movie? That's always a good question. And then you can get into the big debate of is Die Hard really a Christmas movie or not? Hours of family fun. Talk about the food. Anything else. Again, family gatherings, friendship gatherings, sometimes they can be a little tense when you're feeling vulnerable, when you're worried about things, when you have anxiety. You might be looking at this gathering as the thing to take your mind off of it. Just tell them, I really came here to relax. Please let me do so. Thank you. I really appreciate that you're letting me take advantage of the holiday season and putting my troubles away even just for today. Just nice ways of deflecting things that can come up. 
Here's another topic that someone brought up to me that can be very difficult in navigating when you're out of work around the holidays. Gift giving. Especially when you're used to being the best gift giver and now funds are tight, you're a little worried. First of all, be honest with everybody. If you want to send that email that says, as you all know, things are a little tight this year. I really don't want to be in an awkward situation. Let's agree not to exchange gifts. If you want to do something like you do the old white elephant gift thing and everyone gives a gag gift, that's fine. Or you all get together and it's one gift per person. We all know the office games that used to be played as far as that goes. Do it. If you just don't want to be bothered with it, don't. Or maybe single out one or two people. Uh, Say you want to focus on your kids, anything like that. I think honesty is the best policy here. Don't put yourself massively in debt trying to outdo your sibling in the gift-giving department. It won't matter tomorrow, trust me on this. What if people give you presents and you don't have anything for them? Here's what you do in that situation. You say thank you. And that's it. If anyone gives a gift hoping to get something better or equal in exchange, they're probably not someone you want to hang out with. Sometimes people just love the joy of making someone else happy. If you have friends like that, and I'm one of those people, go ahead and say thank you. You write the appropriate thank you note, and that's it. You have made me happy by accepting my present. I want to do something nice for you. Even if I might not know you're out of work, it's something I want to do for another person to make them happy. You just be gracious, and it's that simple. This follows up on another topic. Someone asked me this, how do I ask for help? I think the thing is you just, again, be upfront and very specific. If the help you need is money, if you need food, if you need a ride, if you need a gas card, specifically ask someone. And I will say it, ask someone who will be able to provide you with that. If you have a relative who has a lot of kids in their home and you need a ride somewhere, chances are they probably won't be able to do that. The side note here is that understand it's okay for you to ask for help. You need to give yourself permission to ask family, friends for help. You also have to make it okay if they say no. I know it hurts. I know it's a little difficult. But you have to have this honesty between you and your loved ones. And sometimes it has to start with you. I find it's actually a little easier to be honest when you're at a more vulnerable time because there's no other option. So again, learn to ask for help. Be grateful. Set the proper expectation. Be very specific. And let any answer be okay. Because the person who can't help you today 
might be the person who can help you tomorrow. And they might need your help one day. So try to look at it that way. The hardest part about the holiday is what if you're alone? Or what if you choose to be on your own? Maybe it's too much for you. Maybe you need that day to recharge. Whatever you choose to do is fine. It's okay if you don't want to go to parties or gatherings or someone's house for dinner. It's okay if you don't want to drive four hours to spend an hour with your family. They might not feel that way. People might want you to be there to make sure you're okay. Let them know that you are and spend the day the way you want to. I would say this. Anything you're feeling right now, if you're feeling dejected, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling a little scared, maybe you're a little angry, all of those things are valid. Anything you're feeling is valid. It's when that emotion takes over and it dictates everything that you do. That's when your emotions are owning you, not you owning your emotions. I know that's very touchy-feely, but it's true. Look at it as the ultimate test of emotional intelligence. If you're spending the day on your own, and to be honest, like that sometimes, I feel like I'm on all the time. Sometimes that day of decompression where I don't have to be anything for anyone is really appreciated by me, but make sure you spend that day doing at least a little portion of it. Do something for yourself that you like, and I get money's an issue, circumstances, everything else. If you have money, great. If you have means, fantastic. If you don't, I hope that changes for you, but there are things you can do for yourself on any budget. You just have to figure out what it is, what you like, what's going to make you happy. Is it having the treat of, I don't know, going to get a Christmas coffee drink? Is it a walk at night to look at different decorations? Is it working out? Is it reading? Is it a craft or hobby that you do? Find something that revitalizes you, that makes you happy, and spend some time doing it. Keep in mind, it's really just a day or two, and that's it. And then we're on. We're moving into a new year, new beginnings for everybody. If you don't have anybody, I understand, and I'm sorry. But one of the things you might want to consider is one of the best ways we can get out of our own head is to be of service to others. You don't have to go work in a soup kitchen. You don't have to go volunteer at an animal shelter. You can help someone else by staying at home. You can go through your old books and donate some to a library or a school. You can go through your old clothes and make a donation, uh, bag to take out once the holiday is over. And we all have at least one piece of clothing. 
we don't use or need. There's got to be something around you that can be donated or given. Maybe you can give your time at a later date to an organization you really believe in. Maybe you can just pick up trash outside your neighborhood. There are so many little things that you do. There's something that happens to us psychologically when we are of service, when we help someone else, when we do good. That's really important to raise in yourself during a time like the holidays when you're out of work. And then maybe keep that practice going after the holidays end and we're in a new year. It could be a goal or a resolution for you. So there you have it. Quick and off-the-cuff ideas about facing the holidays when you're out of work. A few things to note. You will get a job. It might not come tomorrow. You might have to wait for a little bit. But it will happen for you as long as you keep applying, keep trying, keep listening to the podcast. I'll continue to have ideas in 2023 about how to make the most out of your being out of work, meaning you will build confidence and resilience, find new ways to find work that makes you feel motivated and appreciated. I hope that this holiday season finds you with people who love you and support you and that you get through it, if not the worst for wear, at least you will manage to get through it to the next new day. So now where this podcast, today's podcast came from, I want to leave you with a story of good cheer because I know it's tough. This morning I went to the grocery store and I had run out of something silly that I felt I really needed. I was making cookies and I needed sprinkles. How it feels superficial. Now, at the time, it was very important to me. And I went first thing in the morning, so I would beat the crowds. And I went through the self-checkout, and there was a woman on the other side of the self-checkout using another one of the registers that was just for yourself to use. And she put her card in, and it got declined. She took it well. She was like, oh, okay, let me try it again. Mechanical error. She did it again. By then, the light was flashing, and a cashier came over. Now the woman was embarrassed, and she's, I know there's money in that account. We've been there. And the cashier said, sometimes it takes a little bit for everything to warm up. Try again. And the woman's like, I don't know. What can I take back? And she's looking in her cart, and she pointed to something and the cashier took it off the receipt and then she pointed to something else and there were a few items out of the cart. The woman tried again and the card got declined again. And at this point, she's red-faced and flustered. The cashier was amazing. She was very, don't worry, ma'am, this happens all the time. I'm sure it's a mechanical error. Don't worry about it. The woman was getting flustered, and then the cashier said, wait, let me try one more thing. I saw the cashier reach into her pocket, and she pulled out one of those little coin purses that zippers up, and she pulled a card out of it, and she touched it to the register, and she said, see there, it worked. Well, yeah, you can put it together. The cashier used her own credit card and bought this woman's groceries. 
And the woman was very, you could tell she was touched, oddly relieved, embarrassed. And she was like, no, please don't do this. And the cashier's, it's already done. I can't void a transaction. It's my Christmas present to you and your family. Just do something nice for someone else. It's really hard not to have good cheer when you see acts of kindness like that happening. So I hope someone does something good for you over the holiday season and that you do something good for someone else. I look forward to talking to you in the upcoming year and helping you through your unemployment. And there you have it for today. I hope you learned something or heard something today that is helping you as you are in your out-of-work journey and that will help you normalize the conversation about being out of work. If you heard something that resonated with you, please show us support, subscribe, like, or comment on something. If you'd like to learn more information, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Sabina Sulat. I'm the only one. You can also reach out to me on my website, reworkingworks.com. You can also email me at s-s-u-l-a-t at reworking.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to know about private coaching, more about the book, more about the podcast, I wish you luck in your getting back to work journey. I hope that you've learned something here that if it hasn't made that journey a little shorter, it's at least made it a little easier. Until next time, thanks for joining.